All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bunker. This is um, this is really sort of a relaunch of a concept that I came up with earlier, a couple of years ago, actually, I think at this point, uh, and that was uh, inner chambers. And this was meant to be originally sort of a supplement to the normal release of the Bunkers episodes, which originally started out as a, the concept is basically one episode a month would come out, roughly, give or take, based on available topics and information, investigations and evidence, and so on and so forth. But due to um, several different factors, we'll say, one of which including a complete shutdown of all society due to COVID, um, <laughs> that that sort of thing didn't happen and episodes just basically in general sort of died out and as I've explained previously in different clips and announcements uh, it's not as if Beth and myself have have stopped investigating we haven't stopped helping people we haven't stopped giving lectures we haven't stopped uh, helping people with healing themselves and their property. It's just that those things were not making it to the podcast just because of time restraints and because of, you know, a basic shutdown of society. We were still continuing to do our thing, but it's just that it wasn't, it wasn't being translated into episodes. And I apologize for that. And I've apologized for that in the past because we have uh, many dedicated listeners from all over the globe. I'm 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 shocked and I'm humbled and I am grateful that there are people right now in Spain that are going to be listening to this. There are people right now in Germany that are going to be listening to this. There are people in Canada that are going to be listening to this. The UK, United States, of course. And it wasn't until fairly recently that I really took this whole podcasting thing seriously as far as developing developing it into something that could become its own income. And what I mean by that is, if you look at, for example, I'll take, I'll take an extreme example. Say Joe Rogan, for example, was, was an individual. He's a stand-up comedian. He, you know, you may have rec, you may recognize him from, from television shows like news radio and, and fear factor. Of course, uh, some, some things you can still watch in syndication here and there. Uh, but another thing that he used to do just with his friends and other comedians, because he is really at heart a stand-up comedian, is that he would have this podcast. And I remember talking to people way back in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, that mentioned Joe Rogan. And I'm going to say it's it's actually... I don't think it's more from the 90s. I think it's more like early, early 2000s. I would hear people talk about this podcast. And I wasn't too familiar with the medium in general at that point too much. I was familiar with what it was, but I, I really wasn't that plugged into it at the time as much as I am now. These days, I get most of my news and most of my information from podcasts and not from network news. Uh, and there are many, many reasons for that. And perhaps I'll get into that at another episode. But one thing that I want to do with this inner chambers 
is to provide content, extra content for subscribers that would like a deeper sort of dive into my psyche, sort of where I'm coming from, the things that I believe or disbelieve, and just my basic stance on things, perhaps a behind the scenes look at investigations, uh, on-site interviews with other investigators and other teams that may be coming to like West Hill Manor, for example, to investigate, things like that. And so one of the things that I wanted to do was basically to just literally turn on the mic, start recording, and then what I wanted to do was to jump into a topic If the internet will open, there we go. Jump into a topic that is, you know, that may or may not be controversial for you, but might be in certain circles controversial. And just taking a look at them in real time in the inner chambers of the bunker. So one thing that I wanted to touch on, something that I discovered recently was a legitimate, 100% legitimate concern, which I thought at one point was just, BS conspiracy theory was weather control. Now, this is something that has been talked about. You may have people you, you may have heard friends or family talk about quote unquote chemtrails. And how certain people were looking up at the sky and they were seeing strange patterns in the sky that didn't look natural. Now you expect to see a contrail behind a plane that's flying at high altitude. But typically these things are short-lived. You see them appear behind a aircraft flying through, you know, high altitude. You'll see it there and you'll 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 see it appear, uh, but like shortly after that it will disappear. There's no issue, right? Because it's just a plane flying, that's just a natural occurrence. It's a natural byproduct of a plane flying at high altitude that is using jet propulsion that is no doubt expelling some kind of toxin into the environment it being jet fuel. And of course there being probably some negative effects from that. Right. And then there was other people that were talking about chemtrails being a, an actual conscious, a conscious, um, a conscious attempt to manipulate the weather in some way, right? And we've heard everything from, you know, they're spraying chemicals into the clouds to to manipulate weather and to to uh, perhaps manipulate our behavior. I've heard those theories. But here's the thing: when it comes to conspiracy theory, right? Um, you know, where I came from when I went to school, coming up with a theory was not shunned. It wasn't considered a negative thing. If you had a theory, that meant that you would posit a theory and you would, no doubt, if you had done some research and you really thought about this a little bit, then you would provide some premises that would support that argument. And it was up to the process of quote-unquote argument, which I'll call philosophical discourse, right, that would work out the validity or invalidity of those claims. And you could pick them apart. You could, you could, you could posit your own sort of evidence or theories or logic to either prove or disprove 
the claim. And that is sort of the whole art of philosophical discourse. The problem with modern day is that, the, well, first of all, the, 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 the term conspiracy theory, that literal term was invented by Mr. Alan Dulles of the CIA. And considering that one of the CIA's primary, if not their very primary mandate, was the gathering and also the control of information. I don't think they would even argue this. That's their primary mandate, the gathering of intelligence, but also the manipulating of intelligence, the conscious distribution of their own choice disinformation to control narratives in order to elicit certain prescribed outcomes in either this country or just plug in any country around the world, Venezuela, Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, the list goes on and on, right? Keeping this in mind, when, a, when an organization that is in charge of the collection and the control of information comes up, comes up, literally invents the term and spreads around this term, conspiracy theory, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? What exactly is the point of this? Well, I think that there are certain people out there that, that do not trust the popular narrative that is broadcast on CNN and CNBC and Fox News, for example, just to name a few examples. And they go out and they do their own research and they find things that don't line up with this popular narrative. Okay. So chemtrails was a thing that, you know, like I, I literally heard about this phenomenon described with the word chemtrails. And I thought like, why would they use, why would they describe this phenomenon as chemtrails and not cloud seeding, which is a provable fact. Why wouldn't, why do they using the term cons- uh, uh, chemtrails and not weather manipulation? These are things that are provably true. I mean, the evidence is everywhere. So what I'm doing right now, I'm pulling up my Brave browser and I'm plugging in the words weather control programs. I'm doing this in real time. So let's see. So off to the right here, we have a definition of weather modification. And it is described thus. Weather modification is the act of intentionally manipulating or altering the weather. The most common form of weather modification is cloud seeding which increases rain or snow, usually for the purpose of increasing the local water supply. Okay, and it goes on from there, but that basically grasps the gist of it. So this is something that is, you know, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe if a, a certain area is experiencing a long drought and they really need water and and the economics of that area, the produce and, and so forth, are being negatively affected, maybe we can use weather modification or or cloud seeding to elicit a positive outcome. Maybe we can do that. We can argue over whether or not that is in in the long game a positive thing. Perhaps that perhaps manipulating the weather even for positive outcomes will negatively affect the overall picture at some point. That's up for debate, right? But in order to have that debate, people have to understand that this is actually happening. This is going on. I'm plugging in what I'm searching for exactly word for word, and I'm reading you what comes up. So we're given off to the right side a little panel that says weather, mod- weather modification. Off to the left, 
uh, the first listing that comes up is library.noaa.gov, a government organization, weather modification project reports. The second listing is nsf.gov, weather and climate modification. And the third is Wikipedia, weather modification, dash Wikipedia. And then after that is, of course, an anti-China, several anti-China listings. Okay, we won't, we, that's, that'll, be a, that'll be a matter for another episode, but I'm going to click on the first one, the NOAA website. National, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration website. Weather Modification Project Reports. All right, here we go. Publication history and scope. In the late 1940s and 1950s, many deemed the deliberate or the inadvertent alteration of atmospheric conditions by human activity, also known as weather modification, as a promising science of the future. Currently, the most common form of weather modification is cloud seeding, which increases rain or snow, usually for the purpose of increasing the local water supply. Okay, arguably a good thing. Weather modification can also have the goal of preventing damaging weather, such as hail or hurricanes, from occurring. Okay. Also could be spun as a positive thing. As part of Public Law 92-205 in 1972, all federal weather modification activities must be reported to the U.S. Secretary of Commerce via the NOAA, NOAA Weather Program Office. Below is a list of these reports and is updated on a quarterly basis. So this is an ongoing thing. This is an ongoing thing. There are statutes written, there are laws written, there are standards written, which have been followed, and there is a giant list. There are at least 10 pages of projects that are listed by name. It's right here. Just a simple internet search. I'm not using Google because, you know, I, I, have, my, I have my thoughts about Google. Either way. Whatever browser you use, you can probably search and you can probably find this. I'm not using Google, so I'm not sure if you can use Google and find this. Uh, I, I imagine you probably can, but I, I'm not going to say because I'm just telling you I'm using a Brave browser. I just don't like ads and pop-ups and tracking and all that stuff, so I just use a more secure browser. But up to you whether you want to try this experiment on your own. And here it is right in plain black and blue and white. Project designation. Here's the first one here. This is from 2013. Well, this runs, this project ran from December 15th, 2012 to April 15th, 2013. It took place in the Abajo Mountains of southeastern Utah. Activity augment snowpack. I don't know what that means. Is that a project to increase snowfall? I'm not sure. Let's click on the project number. Let's see what comes up here. Okay, here's some here's some documents. This report is required by Public Law 92-205, Statute 735-15, USC 330, knowing and willful violation of rule. Okay, let's see. Approximately six to eight ground-based cloud seeding generators will be used. Each generator emits approximately eight grams per hour of silver iodide. Operation decisions will be made from a NAWC offices in Sandy, Utah. And it looks like there's a whole interim report. 
number of modification days in December 1. Increased precipitation 1. Hours of apparatus operation by type in December 7 ground. Type and amount of agent used, silver iodide 56. Sandy, Utah, January 25th, 2013. So, I mean, clearly you can see these are these are official documents. They're signed. They're maps. If you scroll down, you can see, you know, once if you once you scroll down past the interim activity reports and final report, you can see a map of the Abajo Mountains in southeastern Utah, the, the target and potential seeding sites. And this is fairly recently. And this is this began in the 1970s. At least looking into this and at least go potentially finding and potential benefits or or negatives to this program. This has been going on for decades. But what's interesting is is what makes its way into the public sphere. What 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 where have you know and how would most people describe weather modifications? If you walk through someone in the street and you said, hey, what do you think about weather modification? I think and I I, I could be wrong, but I feel most people would say, oh you mean oh you mean chemtrails? You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like, and this is something the CIA would do, by the way. They would take a, a phenomenon that was real and they would say, okay, how can we deflect? How can we, because again, their, their primary mandate is the collection and the end and the manipulation of information for their own ends. Now, what are their ends? Is it for our benefit? Is it for the world's benefit? Is it for only the benefit of those they're intimately connected with, i.e. politicians and rich people? Is it, you know, what what actually is this? But here's the thing. No one has ever heard of this with any framing except chemtrails, which is interesting because chemtrails is a much more general topic and typically describes not weather modification or cloud seeding, but describes just the, it's just a basic exhaust from any plane flying anywhere in the atmosphere. You look up and you see planes flying. If they're high enough in altitude, you'll see a chemtrail. Doesn't necessarily mean it's anything nefarious. In fact, it usually isn't. But it's just interesting that this narrative has found its way into the general consciousness under the heading of chemtrails. It's not an accurate description of this. I'm looking at project date ranges, the most recent being from December 15th, 2012, to April 15th, 2013, Augment Snowplack is the activity it's called. But it's going back from 2003, 2004, 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I just jumped to the last page and we're looking at December 2022, March 23rd, 2023. Let's take a look at this. NOAA Weather Modification Activities Report. Dates of project, February 12th, 2023 to March 23rd, 2023. Project or activity designation, cooling earth. Purpose of project or activity to reduce average global temperature. So again, whether or not this is a, a project that is or that has our best interests at heart, this is going on. And... We in you know in popular culture here in the U.S. have been led to believe 
that chemtrails were bullshit and that you're crazy if you believe this was going on. Now, what's interesting about this report is I'm just kind of scrolled down a little bit. Section eight, it says safety and environment. Has an environmental impact statement, federal or state, been filed? If yes, please furnish a copy if applicable. It says no. Have provisions been made to acquire the latest forecasts, advisories, warnings, etc. of the National Weather Service, Forest Service, or others when issued prior to and during operations? That's checked no. Have any safety procedures, operational constraints, provisions for suspension of operations, monitoring methods, etc., and any environmental guidelines related to the possible effects of the operations been included in the operational plans? That is also checked no. So... What does this really mean? I mean, what this says to me, without digging really super deep into this and really running down weather patterns in these areas and running down you know, aircraft activity in these areas and, and so forth, and really dig, taking a deep, super deep dive into this, which, which some people have done. Without doing that, just looking at this on its face, what I can say is that we're being deceived again. The term conspiracy theory, I'll remind everyone, was created by the CIA as a sort of cop-out or a, or a like get-out-of-jail-free card for something because it, because because let, let's, let's look at it from their perspective. They're doing tons of nefarious stuff all the time. I think that's pretty clear. I think most people know that now. If something gains too much traction in the media, what they need to do is sort of send out a disarming sort of message that will not only disprove or convince many on its face to disprove a certain theory, even if it's true, by classifying it with other things that aren't true or the other things that are clearly not nefarious. In this example, chemtrails. Chemtrails are like I said earlier, generated by any aircraft flying high enough in the atmosphere. You'll see chemtrails. But that's that's not what's going on here. We, we have individuals in our government that are trying to manipulate the weather. And whether or not their intentions are positive or not, this is something that's not debated in the general consciousness. We're not sitting around talking about like, hey, is this ethical? Are there negative effects that will come down the line as a result of manipulating the weather, even if we produce positive outcomes now. And why is that debate not happening? It's because most people aren't even paying attention to it because when you say weather manipulation or cloud seeding, they think, oh, chemtrails. And they immediately dismiss you. And this is just one example of this phenomenon. And I have many others. And we'll get into that. This is, and again, I want to I caveat this. This is Inner Chambers is not going to be all about conspiracy. It's not going to be all about governmental things. It's not going to be all about politics. It's not going to be, it's not going to be any of any one topic. It's going to be a jumble of everything. You're, you're really not going to know from one week to the next what you're going to get. Not saying that I'm going to release something every single week, but when I have something really compelling to share, I'm going to share it. And it could have to do with the paranormal. It might have to do with spirituality. It might have to do with politics. It might have to do with conspiracy theory. I, I'm basically, this is the, really is the root of what I wanted to tackle with 
the bunker in general and the inner chambers more specifically. And that was stories that may fly under your radar, so to speak. Things that are popular, sometimes things that are not popular. They may be headlines that are hitting the general corporate news swarm. You know, it might be that. It might be debunking those things. It might be just different takes on different subjects. It might be paranormal activity. It might be a, uh, certain thoughts or feelings about a certain paranormal TV show. Um, and again, for everyone that's listening to this, if you hear these episodes and you hear something that you disagree with, please don't hesitate. Reach out. Let me know uh, why you don't believe X, Y, or Z, or why you do believe it. Perhaps you have evidence of a different narrative. I'm open to all avenues of information, and this is really the purpose of this of this podcast in general. It's just I'm going to put out the best information, the latest information that I feel that I have. I'm not always going to agree with or disagree with it, but I'm going to put it out there. But I want to just make sure that everyone listening understands that if you hear anything in here on the regular episodes, uh, if you disagree with me with anything on Twitter, uh, you know, anything in your chambers, please reach out because I'm, I'm open to all information and I, and I want to be privy to all information that's out there. And I simply just don't have the time to run down every single piece of information or narrative that's out there. I, I I'm pretty plugged into most of the major ones, but I'm sure there's a lot more out there that I'm not aware of than, than ones that I am aware of. And I, and I appreciate everyone that takes the time to write an email or send a direct message to let me know that they agree or disagree with whatever I'm saying and and can provide either additional information or contradicting information. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm very, when it comes to knowledge, I'm very philosophical about it. In other words, I will cling on to something if, if as truth, if it has lots of supporting evidence, but I'm never really like married to it. I'm never going to chain myself to anything really 100%. Because I feel like we are so heavily propagandized in the United States, for example, many other countries in the West, like the UK and 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 um, Australia, just to cite a few examples, we're heavily propagandized with Western propaganda, and we don't always hear opposing viewpoints. We don't hear viewpoints from China. We don't hear viewpoints from Cuba. You know, you know, places that are considered like oh, they're whatever. We're, my point is we're getting sort of one version of the narrative and I would like to not be that. I would like to actually entertain all things, all theories equally possible. And I, you know, I just wanted to point this out because this is something that I used to shit on quite regularly. Like, oh, chemtrails. Yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. There's a plane flying. There's a chemtrail. I believe the propaganda. I didn't think that weather seeding and all this stuff was actually real until fairly recently. I did not understand what was going on, but you can go online literally. And I mean, I can, I'll back up a couple pages here back to my search. And, you know, there's articles about China scaling up weather modification, you know, North American weather modification council. Look at this. There's a North American weather control or Weather Modification Council, the NAWMC. You have to be kidding me. The mission of the North American Weather Modification Council, 
or A or NAWMC, is to advance the proper use of weather modification technologies through education, promotion. As I'm sitting here reading, there are, there are pictures scrolling up of like of equipment, of radar. <laughs> the council serves as a forum for the exchange of information on weather modification issues to promote the effective use of these technologies to enhance precipitation, suppress damaging hail, and mitigate fog and to advance research and development activities to increase scientific knowledge about weather modification capabilities. Now, this begs the question, even if your intentions are good, like, is, is this good to do? Like, weather is a natural process of, of drought and rain and, and, and storms and, and, and sun and humidity and dryness and all this, this delicate balance that the earth has been carrying out billions of years before we have been here in our current form. Is this safe to do? This is pretty incredible. I, 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 I if you're listening to this, I highly recommend you look up the, the NAWMC website. NAWMC.org is the address. And they've gotten about us, about the organization. You can become a full member. There's a whole section on cloud seeding, cloud seeding equipment. Cloud seeding can be applied from the ground or the air. Each is briefly described here. Let's look at the equipment. Silver iodide ground generators release microscopic particles in or below cloud base, which act as a nucleus for ice crystals to form, spurring precipitation development. Wingtip seeding generator. Airplane mounted seeding generators are used primarily on summer cloud seeding programs and a few winter programs. They are operated either directly below cloud in the updraft or in cloud, usually during winter operations in less turbulent conditions. And I mean, they just go on to all these different pieces of equipment. Ejectable flares, dry ice pellets, hygroscopic flares, propane generator, and burning flares. There's publications, scholarships, frequently asked questions, links, and a contact tab. This is just one site, guys. I mean, this is a this is a huge, huge industry that has been going on since at least the 1970s. That's a conservative estimate. So my point of this is, if you hear something and you immediately dismiss it as a conspiracy theory, I admit, you know, in many occasions you'd be correct. It's just a theory. There's no proof. This one is, there's, there's mountains of evidence. I mean, but just a couple of clicks away with a mouse. It's all out there to find. And this is something that I personally shit on and discredited for years. When I would hear people talk about weather control or cloud seeding, I was like, oh yeah, the chemtrail thing, yeah, whatever. I'm coming clean right now. Full, full disclosure, I, I shit on this theory. And it is obviously correct. And I and I, I hope that you have the same experience with certain things. If you have a certain held theory and you look into it and you find contradicting evidence like please follow the evidence be humble and be willing to open up and say you know what yeah i really had no idea what i was talking about i was shitting on this thing for years i was shitting on this theory right now i'm talking to you about for years because i never looked into it i never just took the time just to stop and you know instead of watching tv or youtube videos instead of just going yeah you know what the cloud seeding thing i wonder if that's actually real i didn't know that this was legitimate until i took the time to sit down and search for it. And it, it took me seconds to figure out that this is legitimate and this has been going on for decades. 
So be open-minded people, be open-minded. I, I work at it every day. I, you know, I'll have certain guests on where I, I, I might not agree with everything they say, but I'm, I'm going to give them a platform to say it because you know what? Because in a lot of occasions they may say something I disagree with and then I look into it and then it turns out, Oh man, wow, that was actually true. A lot of what we're told on the news folks is not true. It just isn't. It's either framed in a deceiving way or it's just completely deceptive information or it's just the, it, it just could be the, but it could be what information aren't they telling us? What information is being left out is sometimes just as telling as the information that is shared. Once I started looking at network news, CNN, CNN in particular, when I started looking at it as how everything was being framed and what information was being shared compared to what information was not being shared, it seemed valid. That's when I really started to understand that we are being deceived. The information is being controlled. What I'm sharing with you right now is just, it's just one example. And who knows how many more things that we're going to find in real time in the inner chambers of the bunker, because I'm going to, I'm going to do this not regularly. I'm going to mix it up. I'm not going to make all the content exactly the same, of course, because that'll be boring, but we will periodically just do this and I will just pick a topic and I'll just start searching for things online. And I'll share with you what I find in real time. This was a really easy one, so that's why I picked this one first. We have government organizations that are out there trying to play God. They're trying to control the weather. And, and by the looks of the number of sites that popped up and the number of websites that look like they have ongoing studies, this looks like this is a at least somewhat successful program. Otherwise, they wouldn't still be doing it. And if our government is funding weather control, we know in the past they have funded mind control, i.e. MKUltra, Operation Midnight Climax. <laughs> when, you, when you really look at this, the, the whole scope of what our government has looked into and the, the different aims that they've tried to follow, it's chilling. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave this here. I, I, I welcome everyone that has listened to this episode to pull these things up, pull these things up yourself, go to the North American weather modification council or the NAWMC.org and look at the site for yourself. I mean, the evidence is here. We, we have government organizations that are trying to manipulate the weather. And again, as I touched on several times before, even if the intention a positive one. Have they studied the long-term possible negative effects of controlling the weather? Are there long-term negative effects? What are these chemicals are spraying into the clouds? Are there negative effects of just the chemicals they're spraying? Because let's not forget, they're spraying chemicals into the clouds and that shit is raining and or snowing down on top of us and down on top of all the mountains and vegetation and the animals, and the rivers and streams. Has this been studied properly? And is this safe? Is this safe? Again, I want to thank you for, for joining me in the inner chambers of the bunker. And as always, I, I, I recommend that you look into this yourself. If you find supporting information, contradicting information, don't, you know, please feel free to share it with me. 
I will definitely look at everything that is sent. And, um, you know, if, if it's, if it's applicable and if it's, you know, if I can bring it to you in, in a, in a informative and, 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 or hopefully entertaining way, I will definitely do so. But either way, I, I welcome everyone to reach out, to send me any information, positive or negative that you find in your searches as a, as a result of looking into this. Perhaps you've been looking into this for years. I just stumbled upon this fairly recently. If you can find or have researched this information, I would love to talk to you. So uh, once again, thank you for joining me in the inner chambers of the bunker. And uh, I welcome you to stay weird. <laughs>